Hey everybody, welcome back to the Inside Indiana podcast. I'm your host, Alex McCarthy. We got a good one for you today. Uh, talking all about Indiana's new quarterback commit, Nick Tronti. Um, earlier this week, Indiana filled you know what was kind of the biggest remaining need in its class, in its 2017 signing class. Nick Tronti from Ponte Vedra, Florida. Uh, committed to Indiana. He's the reigning Mr. Florida, or Mr. Football, excuse me, in the state of Florida. And really an under-the-radar guy. I mean, that's kind of the the big narrative around him is that he kind of came out of nowhere late. He was committed to Charlotte, which was formerly UNC Charlotte. And late in the process, Indiana got involved, offered him, and then Arizona offered him late, and he was planning on taking visits both to Indiana and to Arizona. He came to Indiana, for the for his visit and then committed a couple days later um so obviously did not take his visit to Arizona but um yeah he he fills a huge need for Indiana he's a little bit undersized he only he's only 62 um but that's not necessarily a problem we wrote about that a little bit on the site um but today we're on the podcast we're talking with Nick first um then we're talking with his quarterback's coach Aaron Avery at Ponte Vedra and then to finish it off, we have a, a quick excerpt from a conversation that I had with Brent Warrenov from the St. Augustine Record. He's the sports editor there and has watched um, a couple generations of Tronti brothers uh, come up in the area, and he's covered Nick for a while, so some pretty good insight there. Uh, we just talked, you know, we talked with Nick, obviously, a little bit about how he sees himself fitting with the team, with, with Indiana, what made him want to commit to Indiana, and um, and just a little bit about his background. So we'll start start off with that interview and then we'll get into the others. So uh, up next here is me talking with new Indiana commit, Nick Tronti. What was it that, uh, that convinced you that IU was, was the place for you? Um, I just really liked everything about it. I liked uh, the facilities. I really, really liked the coaches and the players were really cool. So it just kind of felt like home when I went and visited. Yeah, absolutely. And um, which coach was was the main one recruiting you at IU? Uh, coach Watson, the quarterback coach. Okay. What did you like about him? Uh, just his his track record's really good. He developed like people like Teddy Bridgewater, and I know he's had a lot of success everywhere he's been. I know that he can develop me into the best version of myself that I can be. Yeah, absolutely. How did he? Um, how did he and the offensive staff kind of talk about how they picture you fitting into that offense? Um, they just said that, that uh, I'm a little bit of a dual threat, so I'm, I'm able to run the ball when they need me to. They're obviously not going to run the quarterback designly, probably not, but on zone reads and stuff like that. I can go out and get 10 to 15 and get down, and then uh, I'm, I'm a good enough to throw her to throw the types of throws that they're going to have in their new playbook that they're putting in and uh, stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. And what did, I guess, what have coaches you know, across the board kind of said that they like the most about your game? Uh, they just like the way I compete mostly, and, and uh, they can see it on film. Is what they said is how competitive I am, and how much I love winning games. And, and I'm a winner at the end of the day, and that's what they want. They want a winner. Right, right, and and obviously, you know, going to the state championship this year. Uh, what were some of the keys down the stretch? I know you were putting up, you know, huge numbers uh, in those last few games in the playoffs. What were, I guess, what were the keys to your success in those games? Uh, just work. I mean, I always work so hard, but I guess the key to my success has just been. My quarterback coach, Coach Aaron Avery, mm-hmm. he's really done a good job with me, and, and he's really developing into the player I am, and, and just not wanting to lose and doing whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I know that 
you know the two the two quarterbacks from your area who have who have won Mr. Football. It's been you and Tim Tebow. Um, and I know that um, didn't your brother play baseball with him, something like that? He did. He did. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What was I guess? What's the story behind that? Uh, yeah. He uh, Tim played uh, baseball, football, and basketball. So Tim played left field. My brother was actually his backup. He played left field too, so I met Tim a couple times when I was really, really young. He probably wouldn't remember me if I saw him today, but yeah, I mean, it's great that I can have my name talked about with him amongst plenty of other guys that have won that award. Yeah, yeah, and and what yeah, what did that award mean to you, I guess, to get that? Uh, yeah, I meant a ton. I mean, it, it's awesome, but I mean, I, at the end of the day, I couldn't have done it without my teammates, and uh, you know, everybody on my team was Mr. Football this year because we really shocked the state of Florida and what we did. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems that way. Um, I, I guess, do you, you know, do you kind of look up to, because you're kind of a dual threat guy, Tebow is a dual threat guy, you know, obviously a little different, uh, he had a little different build, uh, but yeah. do, you, do you kind of look at that style and kind of compare yourself to that a little bit? Yeah, I, I like how competitive he was. I mean, I, I think I'm just as competitive as him. You know, he hates losing. He hates losing more than he likes winning, and I, I can say the same about myself. You know, I just, I really can't stand losing a game, and I want to do whatever it takes to win a game. Uh, when you were on your official visit, I guess, did you talk to quarterbacks uh, who were already yeah, on the team? I met, I met uh, Richard Lego. He was really, really cool towards me. I really liked him a lot. So I'm looking forward to being able to play and learn under him. And then I met uh, uh, Luke Timmy and one of the receivers mm-hmm. and Nick Westbrook, who were both really, really cool. And I liked them a lot. And they had a lot to do with me committing just because they were so cool. Right. Yeah. And did you, uh, I guess, which one was your host? Uh, my host was Luke. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And. You know, IU has had a ton of success recruiting Florida in this class, um, and I guess in, in previous classes. You know, Westbrook is from there too. Um, yeah. Why do you think that is? You know, from talking to maybe a couple of the other guys who've committed, why do you think that is that IU has had so much success in Florida? Uh, that's a good question. Honestly, I didn't really ask it to them, but mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I feel like Florida is so uh, there's so many awesome players. Like if you go around to each county in Florida, there's so many guys that are going to Florida, Florida State, and then there's the guys that are not quite as good as them, but still unbelievable players that get offers from places like Indiana and maybe like a bunch of American schools and smaller schools like Purdue. And I know Purdue recruits well out of Jackson, so does like Wake Forest and schools like that. So they probably just see that they're still in big time conferences, and that makes them want to go there. Right, right. And then yeah, last couple of things. I guess how excited are you to be able to play in the Big Ten? I'm really excited. I mean, it's an unbelievable opportunity that not a lot of people get. So when I get my chance, I'm going to make the most of it. And then next we have Aaron Avery, who is uh, Toronto's quarterbacks coach. Uh, this interview is actually from a couple weeks ago. It was when Indiana was first getting involved with with Toronto. Um, but it's – and, you know, we cut out all of the stuff about recruiting and whatnot. But I there's some good stuff in here about Toronto as a player and – some of Avery's kind of theories about why Tronti wasn't as highly recruited as he was. So um, here's Aaron Avery, uh, Ponte Vedra quarterbacks coach, talking about Nick Tronti. Uh, I guess why do you think it is that kind of schools are, you know, those Power 5 schools are getting involved a little bit later in the process with him? Well, two reasons. One, um, you know, the, the thing with Nick Tronti is he's not a self-promoting kid. Mm-hmm. So um, I think in this day and age... Some of the, the high-level quarterbacks are high-level four- or five-star kids, not because of what they do on the field, but because they're self-promoters. Right. Um, Nick's always ever been about like putting his head down working to get better. And so 
Nick never really played the the game of talking to recruiting writers. He never really, you know, went to a bunch of meaningless combines and camps. He went to college camp, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. that's what he wanted to do. But he um, he was never about self promoting, and so that, I think that hurt him. Um, and then there's some attributes that quarterback coaches want that sometimes are superficial. That that he might not check that checkbox. He's not six five. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't necessarily throw it like. Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, what we tell coaches on the time is you can turn on his highlight film and see him make every throw. You would ask a guy to make in college, you know, his, his lower body footwork in the pocket is, you know, it, it, it's, it's at a four or five star level. I mean, he's one of the best um, guys in the pocket with his footwork. And then the other thing is when he started getting recruited, period, you know, it was in the spring, a lot of power five schools already had their, their mm-hmm. 2017 quarterback committed. And so a lot of guys weren't going to go out of their way to start recruiting a kid for the first time after they already had their 2017 kid committed. Um, and then, you know, just with the year he had, though, he's opened so many eyes in terms of, like, the production he had this year, the highlights he had. Teams, a lot of schools contacted us and just said, hey, coach, you know, we must have misevaluated him. Like, we got to come back. We got to see him. Um, and that's kind of been the reception we've had is, is, Schools just saying like, "Hey, look, we didn't do our due diligence." Not, not that Indiana did that because they got a new coaching staff. Um, but you know, that's that's the thing. Is some people are just like, "Hey, look, we we got to come see him again." Right. Gotcha. And and what? Yeah, I guess what is it that um, that makes him so good? You know, you mentioned the footwork and and just kind of the making every throw and everything. But um, what has really kind of allowed him to be so su- successful? You know, it, it boils down to two simple things. They might sound cliche. Um, hard work and, and how much of a competitor he is. Uh, there is any, you want to play checkers against him, he's going to do everything he can to win. Uh, you want to you race to the car after, after eating at a restaurant, like whatever it may be. Like he wants to compete to be the best one. And then uh, he's, he's an extremely hard worker. I mean, he's one of the first ones in the weight room, one of the last ones to leave. Um, he is on huddle every day watching our upcoming opponent. Um, I mean, he, he is 100% dedicated to his craft, and that was, that's what makes him special. And it kind of goes back to, again, maybe some of the reasons he didn't get recruited early is because, you know, in, in spring football, instead of being out other places, he is doing off-season waste. Um, so, you know, instead of going to every 7-on-7 all-star tournament in the country, he is in our weight program. I mean, he, uh, he, he's going to walk in wherever he goes to college as one of the strongest quarterbacks on the team. And then to wrap things up, uh, we have Brent Warnoff here, a, a small excerpt from an interview that I did with him. You can obviously see a little bit more of what Warnoff and I talked about in a story from the site the other day. Um, and basically, you know, I just asked kind of similar things that I asked Avery of just what makes Trani good and what makes him so under the radar, I guess, you know, what was the reasoning behind it? Um, and Warnoff earlier in the interview, before this segment, was saying that Trani can pretty much do anything, do a little bit of everything. He can throw the ball well, he can run the ball, he can, you know, he has the confidence and kind of the quote-unquote moxie that, uh, that it takes to be a quarterback to kind of, you know, have the guts to make some throws and make some plays. Um, and then we, we got into a little bit of talking about um, about what to kind of expect from him. So this is Brent Warnoff 
from the St. Augustine record, talking about Nick Tronti. And uh, and how much of a runner is he? I guess you know you said kind of the two hundred yard game is a little bit of an anomaly, yeah, that, but yeah, um, the the coach did not want to run him a lot all year, mm. although he could have run a lot more during the season, but they didn't want to take a chance of him getting hurt. Right. So there were times when he ran some, but they basically you know kept a tight rain on him but during the playoffs he ran a lot more in the championship game he threw for three touchdowns and ran for two okay. I mean, he'll take what's there he, he's a dual threat guy yeah yeah definitely um, I, I guess how far you know you kind of mentioned that he gets better every game um, mm-hmm. what has he gotten better at I guess where has he grown the most since you've been covering him yeah, I think just his knowledge um, and confidence level. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, I I could see it last year, but he was he, he was comfortable on the run, throwing on the run, throwing different angles. I think he got better at that this year. Mm-hmm. You, you could just see things that he did. He would do them more, if that makes sense. Right. No, that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess from what you can tell, why do you think it is that, you know, big, bigger programs didn't come after him until, you know, late in the process? He's about 6'2". Mm-hmm. Um, they probably... That's a good question. That that would be a good one for the coach. Hmm. Um, if he didn't make the championship game, he wouldn't have won Mr. Football. A lot of people didn't didn't know who he was. Um, he may, you know, when I say he he excels at everything, he may not be great at anything. Hmm. He may not be the hardest thrower in the world, but he has a good arm. You know, he's. He, I don't know what the speed is, but he doesn't have four four speed, but he's a good runner. Hmm. So that might be part of it. Right, right, yeah. And I was talking with his co- with his quarterbacks coach Aaron Avery, who was saying that you know Nick's not really a self promoter. He doesn't really take that many visits or go to yeah. camps or things like that. Um, so that could be a part of it as well. Yeah, that was one thing. Um, yeah, yeah, I like Aaron a lot. That was one thing um, Matt told me was. You know, they were talking about him going to camps last year. He goes, Nick said, is this going to help the team? You know, should we do a team camp instead? And that, that's the kind of guy he is. That'll wrap it up for today's show. Thanks to our three guests for joining us. We'll be back with more as signing day gets closer. We'll have our annual long, in-depth signing day uh, podcast dropping Wednesday, of course, where we'll talk to multiple of the signees and kind of break down the class a little bit. Uh, but until then, thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned to the site because there's more still to happen. Uh, a couple of official visits this weekend and um, still some college decisions to be made for a lot of Indiana's, for a few of Indiana's top targets. Um, they're almost full in this class, but still a couple spots left. So plenty to read up on and follow along with. So um, continue to follow us on the site, on Twitter, everything like that. 
and we will talk to you soon.